Welcome to another episode of Talkuea, a platform where you become a better speaker. Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Talk Your Way Up and welcome to the fifth episode in the segment Conversations. Dude, Vikash, recently I've been thinking a lot about this, right? You know, we keep talking about how to be an effective speaker. In this whole segment, we had a lot of episodes on how to speak well, how to keep a conversation going. Earlier in the segment, we had a lot of episodes on telling an effective story, crafting a nice speech, having good delivery. All that adds to you as a very good speaker. And at certain level, I feel it's very easy and enjoyable to talk. If you have something to talk about and you are knowledgeable about something, it's really fun. It's fun to just sit and talk about it, share stories all day. Uh, and if you just look around the world you have a lot of really good speakers like i feel we're not dearth of good speakers but i genuinely feel we do lack good listeners like if i just think about my immediate friend circle of people that i know i know a lot of amazing speakers but i can count on my fingertips people who are actually good like really good listeners uh it's uh, it's i don't know i don't know why this disconnect in the ratio but i feel talking is easy cuz you already know something and you're just expressing it because you're not learning anything but when you're listening you are taking in new information and that makes it cognitively more demanding and slightly more harder than just talking right does that make sense or am i just sounding crazy <laughs> Yeah that that actually makes sense. Uh, all of us enjoy talking about uh, ourselves. But we need to understand that listening is just as much part of a conversation as talking. And there's a huge difference between listening and hearing. I I'm sure you've heard this. We we hear to reply but we listen to understand. In order to understand it it requires thinking on our part so when we hear someone speaking it it's no different than hearing a sound that uh, is nearby but when we're listening to someone speak we're consciously thinking about what they said what it means and we're curious to find out more and i guess that's why it's more cognitively demanding makes sense uh, when we think about listening it's not just about that instance right it's uh, i yeah i feel it's linked to how we store memory as well now when i listen to somebody speak i, I tend to link that aspect of what i heard what i understood uh, to the person itself so when we talk much later be it weeks or months uh, sometimes even years any incident or memory will remind me of what we spoke about long long ago and that i feel is very essential when we listen to someone we need to be able to remember what they said or at least parts of it and reference it back to them before they even bring it up uh, for instance if uh, you happen to mention to me that you really fond of singing and you've been meaning to find an opportunity to sing on stage but something's holding you back or you're nervous and the next time we are at an open mic and they're looking for singers to come and 
try out i should be able to remember this conversation we've had earlier and suggest that hey maybe give it a shot this time you did mention that you've been meaning to try this out now that is listening so for you listening is remembering people stories for a long period of time yeah it's it's like i associate what they've said with the person itself um a mini apple don't vault of <laughs> for the sherlock fans out there <laughs> <laughs> makes sense makes a lot of sense and it's a just as much a part of conversation as speaking and i think we tend to forget that uh let me ask you have you ever had an experience where most of the time you spent listening and that actually helped you drive your conversation uh, rather than speaking well um yeah so there was this one specific incident which i think truly made me realize how powerful listening actually is so this one time in college we had a college fest atmatrisha and uh, i had a leg fracture there Uh, but i i really wanted to take part in uh, volunteering and helping them organize the event but clearly i couldn't now this friend of mine was organizing a drama theater event wherein a lot of groups from different colleges come and perform now to judge all these theater groups they had called a very renowned judge who is like an icon in the kannada film industry and uh, like he's a big shot and the event was supposed to start at 9 am sharp and he entered a college at 8:55 on the dot but here was the problem i mean here uh, here was the issue when he came in the lights were not ready the speakers were messed up they had to order new speakers the stage was not set up chairs were not ready most of the groups had not turned up the organizers will clearly take at least an hour to get the event started and this guy is there in the waiting room so the one who is organizing it came and told me harith dude listen uh, i don't know what to do i'm flipping like crazy can you just go and entertain him just go talk to him he should feel as though time is just flying i don't want him to think that he's waiting it's not a very good impression clearly i mean it's already a bad i mean bad situation let's ease it down as much as possible I went into the waiting room wearing all my cast and uh, uh, crutches and what not and for the next hour or two we had a huge long conversation and I was pretty sure I can write his biography after that his whole film career where he grew up how his childhood was what got him into acting how how, how he struggled to be an actor because it's not a very traditional career choice how he fought with his parents to be an actor oh boy it it was a beautiful long conversation towards the end of that two hours later two hours later not even an hour the organizers came guys we are ready uh, we would love to have you join us and we can start the session and as we were walking he introduced me to Uh, this other friend of his and he's like hey meet this guy he's harith and he's a really good conversationalist and harith i have to give that to you and the funny part was i hadn't spoken at all i like probably 10% of the whole conversation is when i was speaking we were just talking about him and his life i was just a second year engineering graduate i mean not graduate just a second year engineering indian student my life could not be that interesting but he was a seasoned actor and we were speaking about his life and he called me a good conversationalist i mean if that truly tells me that listening is it, it it's truly truly very powerful 
that's a really good story harith you you spoke for two hours to a veteran in the industry who you didn't even know earlier and the important thing is he thought you were a good conversationalist which means he enjoyed your conversation which brings us back to what we said initially right everyone loves to talk about their experiences they just need someone to listen and at the end of a conversation if both the speaker and the listener or or, or rather i'd say if uh, both the parties involved in the conversation had uh, or enjoyed it it doesn't matter who listened for how long or who spoke for how long it's part of the conversation and if we are aware about both the aspects of it both speaking and listening that's what makes a really good conversation very true very true yeah now uh, like we did speak a lot in our previous episodes about how to talk well how to be a really good speaker but do you think we can consciously be a good listener are there certain things which we can consciously make a mental switch so that we genuinely become good listeners in our day to day conversations yeah definitely but i'd say the cues for listening or identifying whether you're doing it right is more subtle than speaking uh, most of us we, we don't realize whether we are talking more or whether we're listening more and we we tend to discount the amount of content that we speak but overestimate the amount of content the other person speaks so it's very difficult to identify by ourselves whether or not we are listening to someone and more often than not what i have noticed is uh, somebody close to you will eventually point it out if if you're not listening to them it's quite evident but and when they do point it out if we are consciously taking that into our mind and work on it uh, we can definitely uh, become a better listener yeah def- identifying it ourselves is a little hard but there are cues that uh, or or rather etiquettes of an effective listener that we can consciously identify mm-hmm. you know when you when you say etiquettes of an effective listener there was one thing which i remember which really pisses me off and uh, this is something which i used to do and a very close friend of mine like you said pointed out that i did this mm-hmm. and i've been conscious to avoid it ever since have you ever had a situation where let's say last week you went to sakleshpur and you had a beautiful time next and, and then you come and you tell this dude i remember i did go to sakleshpur last month and it was raining and we we yes you, you see what yeah exactly that <laughs> when somebody is sharing a story and they're just starting a story there is a small trigger word like in in this case sakleshpur some sometimes you tend to just jump in oh dude you know i went to sakleshpur i went to sakleshpur two weeks back i did this i did that but the other person hasn't finished the story and just that trigger word is enough to set some people off to jump in and share their story all of a sudden which brings us back to the point that it's it's very easy to just talk and share your stories but it takes a little bit of effort to tone down and listen and truly understand another person yeah, this is 101 how not to listen <laughs> yes <laughs> exactly <laughs> and, and the same thing goes while somebody is telling you something that is personal or some experience that they have that happened to them and they're sharing 
for instance if someone didn't do well in an exam and they they're really worried about the its implications and they come to you uh, just telling about how they feel and, and there's a very strong urge during this time for us to narrate our experience and give them immediate advice like dude i remember i failed this exam which was so important probably even more crucial than what you gave right now but then i managed to get over it and nothing i nothing that i was worried about actually happened and it was all for the best now when you do this your intention is in the right place you you want to share an experience similar to what they've had and help them to get over it uh, through your experience but it's actually very counterproductive when we do this uh, same as jumping into a story if we are quick to give advice before the person even completes his sentence before they complete what they want to say it shows you're not listening to them you're responding you're not understanding so uh, that's another important etiquette of an effective listener and we should consciously avoid doing this mm-hmm. makes sense it makes a lot of sense etiquettes of a good listener i uh, i like the way you put that uh so okay so these are like qualities of a good listener and uh, so let's say i am in a conversation today tomorrow in in a typical day to day conversation is there some things i can immediately start doing to actually be a good listener like right now in a conversation i'm i've met a random person and i'm just talking how do i consciously be a good listener in that very context that's i i think the best way for us to uh, identify whether we've listened to a, a somebody is after the conversation is done we should ask ourselves if we have learned anything about the person or if we know more about that person after we spoke than when we started off with and if the answer is yes i, I think we've listened so that's a beautiful check uh, so let's ask yourself do you know more yeah um, that's nice and to actually like uh, i've seen a lot of conversations where i genuinely want to know the other person and uh, mm. uh, i'm very curious to understand their stories the people they have met because everybody's led a very interesting life there's a very uh, a, i mean there's a quote that's really stuck with me mm-hmm. you you can learn to love anyone once you've heard their stories right because everybody has amazing stories they've met a lot of people they've traveled uh like everybody's life is very interesting and it's very it's it's very enjoyable to get to know that side of anybody so uh typically when i'm extremely intrigued and i talk to someone i'm looking at them right in the eye when they are telling me a story or when they are talking about something even when we have conversations and i'm super intrigued uh my entire body is turned completely towards the person full attention is given to that person um no phone no laptop even if a call comes i'll probably cut it unless something it's uh, uh, it's it's important but uh, i think to sum that up it's a sentence which i think you made earlier listen to understand and not to respond wherein you just give your complete attention to that person it's not about you or your experience or how you can relate to it no all that is there and it might come later in the conversation but in that moment it's you understanding and getting to know another person i think it's a beautiful process that we can all do yeah and what do you think about um, 
the, the distractions we face while listening so if if somebody is telling you a story or just talking to you and you're working on something does body language play a role uh, at this moment uh, or do you consciously make an effort to listen to them or give your attention to them i think body language plays a huge role i feel we just talk about body language for a speaker and when you gesticulate and articulate but i feel even as a speaker like i said uh, uh, body language plays a huge role uh, there is like if 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 you are speaking to someone and your leg your entire body is turned in the opposite direction it's a clear indication that you don't want to talk right or you don't want to listen uh but on the other hand if your body angle your entire uh, front is completely facing that person that i think that beautifully conveys that you know you have my attention tell me what do you want and i'm sitting here with you and i'm listening to whatever it is that you have to say completely turn your body your hands your eyes and be in the zone of the other person it's like you are entering their mind and you're trying to see around their world which is beautiful and you're trying to understand that so i think yes body language plays a very very uh, crucial role true true and and we can just control this by being interested in the person just being curious will automatically allow you to do all of this and the only thing we need to do is avoid distractions as you said if you get a phone call set it set it aside if you're working on something you're typing just turn around and face the person and uh, that should suffice right right very much is there anything else which you can think of uh, that if if you're truly interested that you will end up doing it anyway there, there is one thing that i've always thought about and listening is listening is quite connected to storytelling or or the person who talks it's not something uh, it's it's not a passive thing that we do uh, i i've always believed that a great listener can make anyone a great storyteller L- let me start by talking about how a person narrates a story right uh, for instance if an incident has occurred long ago and you want to talk about it normally the first time you tell a story you narrate the incident as is or if the time is less you pick out the important aspects of that incident and narrate the story but the next and the subsequent times that you're telling the story you're actually not narrating the incident itself but you're narrating the last time you told the story and this is exactly how the human memory works it's pretty interesting that our most recent memory is actually not about the incident but the last time we remembered it and over time the details kind of get uh, condensed each time we remember this event and that is fine in the long run because we can't remember every aspect of our life but when we do when we apply the same logic to short term uh, i think that takes a toll on the story itself for instance Uh, for an incident that hap- that took 1 hour and we are narrating that incident in 15 minutes the subsequent times the next 2 uh, 3 times you narrate it gets shortened to 12 minutes 10 minutes and finally just to a sentence but a listener can change this 
uh, let me give an example uh, remember the time we went to nepal now if i i'm narrating one of the incidents there this is what i would say after 10 different uh, after 10 revisions of telling the same story to different people so one day we went to a trek on dampas and while coming back uh, we couldn't find a taxi so my friend and i we had a luggage a couple of suitcases and we sat on the back of a two wheeler taxi and we went riding triples holding all that luggage and it was really scary at that time now if i tell you this you, you hardly got anything out of my story I, i won't get into the depth of how i can make this better because we'll cover that uh, completely in the advanced storytelling episode later but as a listener you can actually make this much better you could ask me why didn't you find a taxi which will allow me to say oh because it was uh, 4 am in the morning and there weren't any around and i can continue this with why was it 4 am in the morning like why did we reach there so early which has another uh, thread of story linked to it and just asking questions to clarify things that are not clear will allow the other person to tell their story in more detail and give you context which means that even if you're not a great storyteller even if you're not talking uh, really well a good listener can get the content out of you and drive the conversation beautiful beautiful it's 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 not like just a very passive role where you're just sitting and listening in fact a listener can drive the entire conversation and listener has the potential to make even an average storyteller an exceptional storyteller uh and yes i i have noticed it i i know what you mean so listener is actually very very powerful uh, than we give a listener credit and it 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 makes complete sense if you're not clear ask questions wait wait what is that and one thing one one f- phrase which i catch myself using very often when somebody is telling a story is sometimes people are not very comfortable getting into the nitigrities or details of a story they'll uh, like they might think that i don't want to bore the person with the details so they might just give you the cliff notes and if i'm hooked i'm uh, i always tell do tell me more tell me more i want to know more about this what happened here what happened there i'm like genuinely curious like a 7 year old kid uh asking why is the sky blue I'm like so what happened there what happened to this guy oh where did this guy go where did he land up uh and tell me more and then what happened and then what happened and after a series of those uh the other person has completed the entire story in a very vivid descriptive manner and uh, it's almost like i am i am there living that experience with the other person so uh asking questions and clarifying is goes a long way in uh, like it's something what we can do as an effective listener so that is actually beautiful it it was a good realization for me uh, and uh, for the audience here i really hope that was a uh, insight which you'll probably take for the rest of your life so to sum up this episode we discuss the etiquettes of an effective listener so please if somebody is sharing a story and you have a similar experience please try not to cut off and jump right in and share your story uh, it's it's something which i used to do uh, and i'm consciously i i try to work around it uh, and uh, because as you said don't give advice immediately hear the other person out completely live their experience even before thinking of sh- 
giving advice or uh, it's, it's listen first and then give advice i i loved what you said that and a good check whether you are a good listener is ask yourself have you learned more about the other person after the conversation if you haven't then chances are you've just been talking and you haven't learned anything more about the other person and then you've fallen into the speaker's trap where all you want to do is just sit and speak uh and how to actually listen in a, a conversation is you give complete attention give your eye contact give your attention turn your body towards the other person have no distractions if something is not clear clarify and ask questions or ask questions so that you dig you make the other person dig deeper into their incidents then what happened then what happened tell me more tell me more and uh, these are some different things which we all can do to be a very good listener and all in all i think it's a very good thing that wraps up uh, where you learn how to speak well you learn how to craft stories and have good delivery good voice modulation and you have this other side of you where you're an amazing listener just imagine how powerful that combination is when you speak you do a really good job but most of the time you just sit and listen and understand other people and expand your perspective i feel that is what truly makes a fantastic conversationalist um and uh, we yeah and we really felt this was a very integral part of this segment called conversation we feel listening without listening the segment is incomplete and we really glad we put this out i really hope it it was very insightful with that thank you so much for tuning in and remember you too can listen your way up